Blog Talk Radio. Wow, 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 wow. 
Man, there's so many things on my mind. I want to bring greetings and thank you for your patience and allowing this opportunity for us to come together once again. You know, there's been Resurrection Sunday. There's been uh, the death of uh, DMX. There's been the commemoration of Marvin Gaye's birth on April the 2nd. That was followed by the murder from the first by his father. Oh, man. Uh, There's been so many things that's been going on that had me stumbling, so to speak, over the past few weeks that opened my eyes to many things. Uh, We went to... Arlington Cemetery, and there was a salute to the unknown soldier, tomb of the unknown soldier, which is unusual. The salute of those who guard the tomb, salute the North, a salute. The South, and they salute the East, but do not salute the West. That reminded me of a situation years ago of which I was reading some documentation in regards to Anubis, the god of the underworld in ancient Kemet studies. And there was something about the Westerner that was revealed in that discussion. I was trying to dig that up for us today, which I was not quite able to capture because it is hidden knowledge. But you can search it out and you can find that, if I'm not mistaken, there are no tombstones placed to the West. If I'm not mistaken, uh, we have to dig deeper into that. For I bring you greetings. My, My name is King, first name given to me six months before I was born. Therefore, I was born king. I am the giver and receiver of a deeper wisdom. I honor the divine in you and those, our ancestors, those who have come before us, the energetic beings of light, of love that has come before us, the energy of which we all are of that one source which has brought us, each one of us, into this current moment of now. I I want to open up with uh, a reading of my version of who is the self. And it reads like this before we go into the second portion of the book 
the opening of the way. We're going to read Who is the Self? Terminology in this section of the opening of the way called The Great Question, which spurred these thoughts in my head. I recall that DMX, he died on April the 9th, and DMX is sometimes considered the acronym of Dark Man X. And in one of his songs, there are many people towards the end when it says, I am DMX in the song that he wrote that, if I'm not mistaken, the title of it, Who We Be. So, I want this to get deep into your soul. So, with that being said, I am going to recite for the depths of the miracle prayer are important for our teaching. For the miracle prayer is a prayer of the removal of time, space, and motion that limits your thinking, that confines your thought processes. It's the removal of the negative influences of physical matter from our lives. It is the injection of unconditional love. The miracle prayer known as Anabakoach is a prayer that aids in restricting the reactive system things in this world. It is a prayer that closes the gates from dark forces, often known as Satan. It is a prayer that aids in forgetting all limited thoughts. The miracle prayer is a prayer that opens the channels of sustenance, retrieving the light from the pod of life. And it aids in removing all hatred for no reason. Not that there's any reason for hatred at all, but there need be no reason for hatred at all. Prayer gives us the power to persevere, allows us clairvoyance, a clairvoyance to be able to see the connection between cause and effect, to see the big picture, to enable the spreading of spirituality throughout the world, and to give us the power to manifest things in the right way through renewal and restoration. You see why it is called the miracle prayer, don't you? I would hope you do. And in the Hebrew it goes as follows. Koach bidulat yamaneka tater tezerua kefara kapel vidinat aneta sagvenu tahalanu nora Right. 
Tahalam Lakame, Tezekatega, Tami de Gamlin, Hot, Kasin Katush, Baruf Tufka, La El Adeteka, Yesod, Yakid Gee, Le Makapne, Sukre, Katushateka, Malkot, Svatanu Kabel Ushma, Taza Katanu Yote, Ta Alamot.
in the self. That is all. Self not to be. For in the length of time granted, there will be no evidence of that which once was, which then became to be no more. I give thanks to one of the ancestors now, Baba Curtis Bird, for sharing his gift of the poem, The Self, of which I constructed my own version to better resonate with who I hear in the spirit realm be said. We're going to enter into our reading very soon of the self, but here we have a term called maverick. And in our Toastmasters today, the word maverick was utilized quite a bit. And in that utilization, the definition comes as follows. Mavericks are visionaries who want to achieve what's never been achieved before. They are not fans of the status quo and will shake things up. Mavericks tend to be innovative, influential, daring, and direct with a remarkable high tolerance for taking chances. Mavericks are persons of independence or unorthodox views. Sometimes it is considered parallel to a a Mustang, a horse, or a, a cattle who has a stubborn streak of independence. The traits of a maverick is great intuition, superpowers, strong conviction. Mavericks are visionaries. They challenge the status quo. They believe in their own vision and ideas for the world. Mavericks see things in and or through their own eyes. They are true-hearted and authentic. So, kingology is an awakening through alternate sight. I bring you a terminology called BBAT, which is an acronym, which means basic insights beyond average thought energy that, that feeds me information that I find extraordinary. And in that extraordinary information, I believe I tapped into the keys to the kingdom 
But you won't open your eyes I'm all by my crackin' I see a rook of my body Consciousness is real. 
What am I saying? What am I saying? I'm saying this. Your purpose is the continuation of creation. Period. You. I'm talking to you. You. Your purpose is the continuation of creation. You see, this planet Earth is the composition currently of over 7.8 billion pieces. You're one of those pieces. Every piece of the puzzle fits in its place. You see, the unified field is that which holds all things together and in its place. You see, that is the source force. The unified field is the source force from which all things come into existence. That's why I shared with you who is the self, because you are of the whole, not separate from, but a part of. You see, separation is an illusion. I pause there because I want you to give that some thought. Think about that. And the reason why I power of choice determines your future. You possess that, that power to choose has been granted unto you to either accept continuation of creation or to choose not to be. It's really that simple. And it goes way deep into the rabbit hole within any water has even penetrated because have you ever seen any creature that lives in the hole of a thing be chased out because of the water? There's a way for the water to escape while the creature that lives within the hole is able to survive and not drown. So sometimes that which is deep is not to drown you, only there for you to understand it. So, let us get into get into the reading. The opening of the way. A practical guide to the wisdom teachings of ancient Egypt. And a reason why I bring this to the table is because I want you to ponder this carefully. 
have you ever noticed that in Joseph, Moses, Jesus, they all went to Egypt. Coming from Egypt, great things occurred in their lives living. Egypt is a place that believed in the resurrected soul. Goes so much deeper than what we can possibly fathom. So, The other question I have for you is this. There is what is known as consciousness. Consciousness and what they call subconsciousness. My question to you is this. Who dare stated that there is a subconsciousness. Would that not be something that is beneath what is conscious? Or is it that which is beyond what is conscious? So maybe it shouldn't be called subconscious, but beyond consciousness. Maybe it's a higher level of consciousness that we have yet to tap into, to be aware of, to have the knowledge thereof. For even in the prayer that I have given to you in Hebrew, presents the tree of life. And those of ancient comedic understanding knows that Even in the Kabbalah, they speak of the tree of life. And the terminologies are very similar. If you listen carefully, before each stanza, I spoke of the sections of the tree. The tree of life is Hopma, which is wisdom. Kitea, which is the crown. Bina, which is understanding. Then there is Da'at, which is knowledge. But what they won't tell you is Ma'at and Da'at have the same type of spelling. The only difference is the D and the M. The sun and the moon rise and sets. But if we look at it from a different perspective, would it not be 
truth to say the sun and the moon bow for you? Let us read the great question. Chapter 2. There are moments when, for all the distractions of daily life, one comes to a standstill and with a dazed feeling of panic or discouragement puts to oneself the fatal question, what's the use for the present? Let us stop and listen in silence to the anguish of this question. The silence that invokes is terrible. Like the silence of night with a clock marking the end of yet another hour. It is a question as cold as a marble tomb and gives one a shiver of loneliness. For who can answer it? We all know that answer that may be offered. And there are plenty of people willing to offer one. To the crowd, to normal people, silence is intolerable. Something must be said, no matter what, to fill the void and conceal this warning of the existence of something infinite and other. This attitude distinguishes West from East more clearly than any frontier. To soothe his anxiety, explores the realm of thought, reads books, compares opinions, questions other thinkers, and in fact looks for the answer outside himself. The Oriental those from the East, contemplative, begins by closing his own circuit. He crosses his hands and feet. And then in the little world within, he listens to the resonance of the greater world in a contemplation which is more dreaming than thinking. And this is no mere literary metaphor. It is like the waking dream of a wild animal which, as it lies relaxed, picks up the very slightest pulsations and reactions of the life around it. The aim is to hear within oneself the appeals, the regrets, 
and the warnings which are normally stifled daily life and to explore and clarify with courage one's secret awareness of certainties and uncertainties, desires, and dissatisfactions. Excuse the book, sorry. Which in the normal routine of life we fail to formulate clearly because of habit, shame, or fear of what others will think. Opinions of others are the worst excuse that we can have. For they, as they drag us along in the daily round, are simply reacting according to their personal pattern to the cares of the moment. In facing the drama of his own soul, a man is always alone. Indeed, involve us in a real drama. Life is only a dismal farce if the end of all our incoherent struggles is nothing but the grave. But if there is a sensible answer, if life on earth has a motive and a purpose higher than that of mere banal existence, then this motive and purpose have surely been discernible through the ages of human history. Why then has this question excited so much hatred and bloodshed, so many absurd controversies? Peasants do not quarrel about the proper season to reap or sow. The need to eat has made them obedient to the laws of nature. Sidebar real quick. The laws of nature. I am introducing a class through a website called mastermind.com the class is going to be attaining mastery of living awareness it dwells into the 50 primary universal laws of which people have no idea exist they think that there are seven some think that there's 12 in my research I have discovered that there's more than 400 universal laws and there's not enough time to put them all in one book, just so as you know. Moving forward, we shall continue with our reading. Peasants do not quarrel about the proper season to reap or sow. The need to eat has made them obedient to the laws of nature. Man could find a similar law, a law of cosmic seasons, the laws of his own becoming, 
and their expression in the successive traditions of different races. Who would maintain that the seasons of harvest is wiser than that of sowing or condemn the dormancy of the seed in winter as a deplorable waste of time? But no less absurd are our disputes about the means employed by heaven or by the sages to awaken the conscience of humanity when we try to judge by our present notions of understanding the teaching suitable for another day. If we want to find the answer to our anxiety, we must first clarify it by trying to distinguish the real in it from the merely relative. And this means that we must cease to compare and condemn the points of view of ages which had a mental background different from our own. Outside all doctrines whatsoever, and frankly, put to ourselves the two questions which directly interest us. The first question is this. What is the value and aim of human life? Is there a power whose will has fixed this aim and the means of its attainment? If so, why does it leave us in ignorance of the aim, manipulating us like puppets? But if not, man is simply the plaything of natural forces and of the egotism of others obliged like them to protect his own self. And in either case, why do we sometimes revolt against this self can never be satisfied with aspirations to a grade above its own? Can this self be in revolt against itself? If not, then what in oneself is opposing it? Can the answer to these questions be discovered within ourselves? Or must we look for it outside? If we look for it in some teaching or other, what criterion shall we use to judge the value of the teaching? If our own conscience, conscience to which we apply for our decision, in most men, what they call conscience is a record of ideas, impressions, and convictions put together by deliberate thought and education. But the awareness thus formed is a fleeting, the awareness thus formed is as fleeting as the reflection of clouds in a mirror. 
nor is it really our own, since it can be modified by various influences. Nothing of this composite effect will survive the dissolution of our physical body with its emotional and mental constituents. This is a cerebral consciousness, not a part of our immortal being. Pause. So you see, that's why I introduced to you the introduction of the poem, the reading, the self. That is why I shared with you that question, consciousness, and subconsciousness. Moving forward, let us continue. But how many men on earth have consciously awakened their real conscience, which would make them truly knowing and responsible? In order to speak consciously, we must first agree on words, then investigate the means to awaken this conscience. I find it interesting that this is one of the main reasons why I wrote the book, The Power of Choice, Path of Divine Royalty to Conquer Darkness. You can find it on Amazon. Just type it in. The Power of Choice, Path of Divine Royalty to Conquer Darkness. Within that book, I speak to you of the dimension of word interpretations. And in that book, I speak to you of the Tower of Babel, which you can find in the 11th chapter of Genesis. For the Bible is an interesting book. It is a living document. And people have yet to recognize and understand the truth of that because it is through the spirit of truth that the mysteries of it shall be revealed. For even those who know the Kabbalah and the Zohar understand that there are deeper meanings to many things yet to be unfolded, told. So in conclusion of this second chapter, The Great Question, page 15, in this book entitled The Opening of the Way, I want you to understand that religion can be a dangerous thing, but standing paves the way to truth. Why do I say that? Because I'm bold enough to tell you that it was impossible for Yeshua to be a Christian. He wasn't here to establish a religion. He had come to establish the kingdom. 
you need the spirit of truth to understand that. So let us go into this section called self-knowledge, and we shall conclude our lesson for today. Self-knowledge. To avoid confusion, let us agree about the meaning of such words as soul, consciousness, self-knowledge, the multifarious interpretations of which brings about disputes as fruitless as those of the Tower of Babel. And unless we are to make of the human being nothing but caves in the grave, our study of the human constitution will have to include a consideration of its immortal elements by whatever name they are to be called. And just as modern science admits, and just as modern science admits that energy can exist in different states, some more degraded than others, so too should man try to recognize in himself those states of subtle energy, which are his immortal element. If he knows nothing of them, he lowers himself to the condition of an intelligent animal and attributes to his brain phenomenon, which really depends on his higher faculties. I'm going to read that again. If he knows nothing of them, that which is the subtle energies, he lowers himself, intelligent animal, and attributes to his brain phenomenon, which really depends on his higher faculties. And attributes, I guess that's the proper pronunciation. If he knows nothing of them, he lowers himself to the condition of an intelligent animal to his brain phenomenon, which really depends on his higher faculties. But if he learns to recognize them, these subtle energies, he becomes aware of his immortal self and attains the privileges of a realm superior to that of the animal man. In this work, the animal man, with the intellectual faculties dependent on his mortal brain, is called the automaton, or automatic self. In order to keep it functioning harmoniously, the first requisite is a knowledge of the laws which govern it. The more subtle states of man are studied in chapter 4, levels of consciousness, and their correspondences with the major spiritual traditions are given in Appendix 2 under the heading Psycho-spiritual states. So, Tamatan, 
A-U-T-O-M-A-T-O-N, is the animal man with intellectual faculties dependent on his mortal brain. Okay? The automatic self, which is the small self. But the personal will depends on the interplay of the physical, mental, and emotional constituents. That is the personal will. Each one of us are like snowflakes. If you ever study the falling of a snowflake, look at it very carefully, and you'll see before it touches the earth, it decides where to land. It doesn't come straight down. It never had. It all has a pattern because each snowflake has a different pattern than every other. And its position contingent on a decision that was made when it was made. So too are you. Through the one in whom we live, move, and have our being, I am king, giver and receiver of a deeper wisdom. Through the one in whom we live, move, and have our being, I am the king you never thought you'd see. We are blessed. And with love, we will make it through all of this.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.